Hi, this is Betsy Beers. I'm the executive producer of Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, and The Catch, our new show. And this is Shondaland Revealed, the official Shondaland podcast for TGIT. That's thank goodness, God, or gosh, it's Thursday. And you guys, we debuted a new show, which we're so proud of and we're so excited about. And in honor of that, the very amazing lead of the show who has a bunch of other things she could be doing right now like oh i don't know sleeping staying with her husband and children probably memorizing lines Mm -hmm. bunch of other stuff she could have been doing all those things but you know what she did she came in to talk to me so you guys could listen to her marie enos who plays alice vaughn on the catch and thank you so much for doing this i'm so happy to be here it's this is so this is so good this is so much fun now i'm going to tell you guys what i always do which is what marie is wearing, which is a fabulous, I would say, casual chic outfit. Thank you. She has on a brown cashmere kind of cowl neck sweater, which is long, and a stripey little t-shirt, a kind of blue and white striped t-shirt with a pocket. That's right. And some cute skinny jeans and really great like espadrille sandals with a with a bit of a lift there they're sort of platforming i'm so glad i changed clothes see aren't you yeah i didn't know that was part of the podcast it's it is and as you guys know as is um tradition for me i'm in my easter bunny outfit because (laughs) of course it is easter weekend this weekend And wait do you see when I dress up as a matzah for Passover, because that's going to be <laughs> super great. I could go as Elijah, but then I wouldn't be here for the podcast. That's right. Which no. would be super, super awkward, yeah. I think. Okay, so first episode. Like, yes. How long have we been waiting for this? For a year. <laughs> it's been literally the a year. The last time I was here in this office was over a year ago. Oh my gosh. When Before we started everything. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so all of you out there, you folks, just to sort of talk you through yeah. it a little bit. So we first shot the pilot for this show. Yes. A year ago. Yeah. March of last year, right? We did a version of the show and it got picked up. Mm -hmm. And then at a particular point, we started to go in a different direction with the show and we stopped everything. And then everybody, we rebooted. Yes. You guys had a couple months off. The lovely... More than a couple. I mean, we were supposed to go in July. It was like six years, I think. Yeah, it was like six months from the time we shot the first pilot until we shot the new pilot. And I have to tell you, like the first table read after the new pilot... I remember thinking, I cannot believe that we're shooting another episode. This we actually made it to episode we, two. We made it to episode two. Yeah. Like this wasn't some weird practical joke we were playing no. on somebody that we worked on this show. And during that period of time, the wonderful Peter Krause joined yes. us. And Sonia Walger, who's yes. great, joined the original cast. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I know, right? Yeah. It's like pretty... I've laughed more on this <laughs> set than I think on any set I've ever been on. Well, that's a very good sign. And I'm, I'm not surprised you didn't laugh so much on the killing. (laughs) Although Joel and I did yuck it up on the killing. I would hope so. Yes, the two of us. You had to make all that rain a little more appealing, right? Yeah, but Um, otherwise it was a little downer. Well, it's it's a it was it's a, dark. It's a grim. It was a grim, yeah, dark grim. show, but it's really fun to watch. Yes. I just don't think I'd want to live it no, necessarily. No, every day. No, exactly. So yeah, we got to shoot this pilot, and there's a lot of twists and turns in this thing. There are. There. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot happened in one episode of television. You were engaged. I was taking down like You're taking art down robbers. robbers. Exactly. Yes. And by the way, showing your amazing skills as a martial artist. Yeah, I get to be a toughie. You did it's get so to be a toughie. Fun. You were kind of a badass. Yeah, a little bit of badass. Well, all the like guys stood around and watched. And it was security guards. Security and, guards. Yeah. We were looking at wardrobe for you for this episode. Yes. And as we all know, the amazing Peggy does your wardrobe yes. and um, does everyone's clothes. Peggy, 
Ziggy Schnitzer, and so awesome. who's super talented. And we talked a lot about putting you in something that was sexy, but something you could still actually kick the crap out of As somebody, somebody in. in. And I just didn't think it would be as easy to kick the crap out of somebody in a pencil skirt for some reason. No, no, that would have been harder. Yeah. But, so but those slacks, the slacks had, were the good. Slacks were good. And, and I really like silk blouse. That little silk blouse with, with the, the little tie, wrap around the little, tie thing. A little bit of skin right there. Yeah, it was awesome. So good. We could do this, by the way. You guys, we could do this for hours. <laughs> I could just talk about a real wardrobe. So there you were. You're taking yeah. down this creepy art, art dude. Yeah, art guy, Robert dude. And you had a hard day at work and you went home yeah, to your fiance. My adorable fiance. Exactly. Who you'd also been spending the day chasing Mr. X. And because there was this man who kept stealing money from my private investigation Go figure. firm. Why yeah. would you steal money from a private investigation I know. Well, I have very high profile clients. Right. So there's that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we just don't know who he is. And he seems to always be a step ahead of us. So confusing. Yeah, it's absolutely. But and he also seems to be a clean man. Because when we first <laughs> meet him, he keeps stepping out of the shower. <laughs> he looks good. And that was like one of my favorite reveals. It's like he steps out of the shower and he goes, you know, you'll do better next time or whatever the line is. And it's just. No, Peter like, just shakes his head. He just shakes his head. <laughs> they call cut. He just shakes his head. <laughs> But it's an amazing, this first episode is an amazing yeah. ride because over the course of the episode, we realize who he is, you figure out who he is, you figure out a way to take him down and get your money back. Yes, total betrayal, like from the happiest moment of my life to complete like the bottom falling out, total betrayal. But then pick myself up by my bootstraps, we figure out how to get all of our money back. And he gives you a little parting gift, which at the end of this episode, yes, this you is- manage to end up with a millions and millions of dollar painting in your yes. bedroom. I know, the Maria Crane painting. The Maria Crane painting, who figures gigantically in the series. Yes. I know. She's remarkable. Yes, yeah, and her work's really good. Her work is And you really guys, she good. really exists. We didn't make it up. Yeah, she's, she's like a, a real, real artist. Girl. And she's like 29 years old. I mean, oh, she's, That's irritating. I know. That's really... To have found I'm 800, her... <laughs> and I can't believe she figured that out by <laughs> the time she was adult. her style that young and yeah, beautiful piece. So have you met her? Have you spent no. time with her? No. Oh, yeah. I think Alan Heinberg, who redeveloped the show, and mm-hmm. is the gentleman in charge, I believe, met her last night for he the did. first time. He did. That's went to so something. cool. I, know. I want to meet her. I know. I think we should all meet her, really. I want her art in my house. I, I mean, did, I can't, af- I you can't know, afford, afford it, any but, of it, but, but I could maybe, you know, at the end of season one, ask if I could have one of the fakey ones. You could. I also, the other thing that I love about this pilot is I love the relationships in the office. I was on set one day, and as you guys all know, I don't get to go to set as much as I like. I love going to set, and I never have the time to go to set, mm-hmm. but I got to go to set when you guys were doing the cake scene. That was the first day of that's shooting. right that's it was right. the first scene of the first day that's right and yeah. it was so much fun to watch and as i remember you were a little under the weather at that point yes i had partially lost my voice i was fighting a fluey weird yeah, thing but you were such a trooper you just kept shoving cake in cake your pie in mouth we were all so excited to come we were like cake scene <laughs> yeah and then cut to an hour later the prop guys told us that we each ate an entire <laughs> cake by the end of the day. It's so gross. That's so foul. Yeah. So wait, which cake was the best one? Surprisingly, the carrot cake. You know, we make the joke about the carrot cake. Yeah, but the carrot cake was good. But the carrot cake was actually the best one. I'm also going to say, I think the carrot cake, if I had to eat a whole cake. A carrot cake is the one you wanted. Yeah, not like the white cake. Oh, the white cake is. The like buttercream filling. and Yeah, to eat that whole, that's intense. Buttercream and white cake really makes me I don't think any of us ate cake 
for like months I, afterwards. I think I talked to Jay. He kind of was angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Elvie was a little more, um, who plays Sophie, but I think Elvie was a little more like just, okay, this is what you have to do. Right. But Jay, who I think is proud of his workout, yes. he was pissed. He, <laughs> yeah, he said he hadn't felt that sick in a long time. <laughs> no, we were all, we were like buzzy, like we were getting blurred vision by the end. We had them bring us black coffee to try to like <laughs> balance it out. This job is hard. You have to admit it. I also, what I'm really loving is the relationship between you and Val. Like, yeah, Rose is awesome. Rose is so Rose great. Rose is so awesome. She's so Rose great. Rose has the best laugh of maybe any human I've ever met. It's like Have you bells. heard? It is. It's like bells. And she goes instantly to the cry laugh place. <laughs> <laughs> like, she just like jumps over all of the titter, right to cry laughing. Like tears. I love cry laughing. I know. Nothing makes me happier we, than cry laughing. We were the, in the background of a scene with Jay and LV the other day and they've done that for us many times with the glass walls and whatever but we had never done that for them and we weren't really sure what we were supposed to be talking about back there <laughs> and so we started trying to like improv and we got the giggle so hard we had to turn away from the camera <laughs> and the, uh, the camera just saw shaking, us like right? this, shaking shaking when we shaking. finally turned around we were both <laughs> like our faces were completely wet it was ridiculous okay. and the most fun okay so one of the things that you all might have noticed is the office is made of glass. glass. And so one of the problems with the office being made of glass, Julian Robinson, who directed the pilot and could not be a lovelier or more talented human being, unfortunately came up with this notion My really, really early on. Goodness, it's And awful. it means that in order to be realistic, one of you people always has to be in the yeah. shot while the other people are talking, which means we, we can't wrap you and go in home. All of the scenes. So we, we tried to figure out <laughs> a couple of areas where we could make the glass sort of more opaque so we can yeah. see you. But so these four guys are tromping around behind people trying to make it look, look like realistic yeah, constantly. I know. And all the reflections, like we can constantly see the cameras and the glass, <laughs> and we're all having to like like the poor camera guys are like draped in black tents trying to shoot the scene so that we can't see them. I'm telling you, we had a thing on private practice which was similar which is we decided it was like this office and they're all together because it's a collective and right. this thing in the middle and there are all these offices and after about two minutes we were like no. the blinds <laughs> and all the windows yeah, and it was like horrible. we're gonna justify it by two people having sex or something but we're putting blinds on all the windows because this is crazy no, it's too much and then there's like Dow I mean we've got this FBI agent yeah. who I don't know what the hell's going on with him but he's got I some know. issues and he smells a rat with you he totally smells a rat but I frankly smell a rat with him I think you I think there's around. some shady business First going all, on there. First of all, what's with the accent? Right. Where's he from? I, how could he be part of the FBI? I don't, I, I don't believe it. I mean, I, I know just, he comes from Interpol, but still. Whatever. Like there's some, I don't know. I think I he's know. got a private agenda. I think he might have a private agenda too. And I think if you guys watch the show, you'll probably see that there's too much eye twinkling going on. Totally. It's super irritating. <laughs> like he's got to stop the eye twinkling. Yeah. And that flashing that smile. And it's too bad about Jackie too, because it's too bad Jackie isn't charming or anything. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The, the hitch with this show is is it's filled with maybe the nicest people ever, all of whom are really good actors, all of whom are really good looking. Totally good looking. I stepped out of the makeup trailer the other day and there was Peter Krause and Jackie Ito and Jay Hayden standing there just like shooting the breeze. Can like I just tell you, three like of the, the man most, candy. I know, handsome, each of them totally, totally different. different, like so charming in the sunshine, laughing. Absolutely, so I good. know. So I remember when I first met you and I've said this when people ask me, we were all so amazing 
amazed when we first met you because you smile so much. You're such an <laughs> incredibly warm, smiling human being. Yeah. And also you're about the size of a little, you're like a little pencil. Like, with, like yeah. my ex-husband used to say that I was, I had legs like popsicle sticks with knees painted on them, no, which was I know the saddest so thing sweet. ever. But you're like beautiful, lovely, shining, Thank wonderful you. energy. We were so used to seeing you in a parka. Dower. Yeah, in the rain. sad, sad girl. That I thought one of the nicest things when we first talked to you about this part was the idea that you actually Got might to. be able to do yeah. something which was lighter. Have some fun and have a laugh, have a smile, yeah. have a boyfriend. Have a boyfriend. And I think what's really wonderful when I think about the show now too is that there is this sort of lightness mm -hmm. and cleverness and escapism to it, which I just, I really enjoy. It's nice knowing that when people watch the show, they can be relaxed and just know that they're yeah. in for a good time. Yeah. It's here to entertain them. They're totally safe. Now, did you do any private investigating of your own to prepare for the role? I have a box of books in my <laughs> trailer. <laughs> like, private investigators for dummies. Um, <laughs> how to, yes, how to make cool objects out of random things that can be used can for MacGyver. sneakiness. Oh my God. Yeah, the MacGyver book. Um, what everybody is saying, which is about reading secret body language. Oh yeah, it's great. Really, so this is my onset reading. See, this is genius. Yeah. When years and years ago, way before I actually got involved in television full time, I was working in a company where we were developing a show about handwriting analysis and I learned how to do handwriting analysis. You did for real? Yeah, but badly, but I still do it. And it's the it's I like it's so skill. much fun and it's the best weird parlor trick in the world. I want to write something and have you tell me about myself some based point, on my you, handwriting. It's, um, I'm wrong. I'm <laughs> Just like the way I'm really a, a, like a fake doctor. Yeah. I'm a fake handwriting analyst, but it made me so interested in all those things that you can actually look at, like right. when somebody's lying and yeah, what they do with their what eyes, what they do with their eyes, and like a weird tell with their hand, like a weird tick the, the, or yes, whatever. Or like, like yeah, and you're flipping like flipping your ah, knee, you're that like thing. with that. You're impatient about what? Like, yeah. are you lying or? So, have you learned a lot? How does that work at home with your children and husband? Well, I don't know that I'm very good at it. It's like your handwriting analysis. <laughs> so you, maybe you I and I should have a whole perfected. side business where we make people really feel good about bad. their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> versions of these <laughs> skills. Okay, now the other eighth wonder of the world is you running in high heels out of a van across that a plaza. Was fun. How many times did you have to do that? Oh, by the way, I you, mean, you at run least like a, a bat half out of dozen. Hell. Yeah, I run fast in those heels. You truck. Poor, poor Jay. Yeah. Everyone was giving him slack, but he actually had the harder job because he had on new, like dress shoes with no traction that were slightly too big for him. You're so the they're a little. They, I know, but they were a little clowny. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and mine like fit my foot real good you know it was a boot with a zipper it was like you know he felt bad that he was way behind lagging behind but it was really it was not his fault I think part of it was is the way you run with your hands because you run with your hands oh, yeah. in a motion which actually is, it's much more aerodynamic <laughs> that's right so it he like needs, propels you he forward. does he needs to learn the hand yeah. thing and that was again another stunning outfit another stunning outfit by Peggy I know See, it's she's like, it's yeah gold so I'm sort of I must admit I'm obsessed with the clothes on the show. Me too. And I, when we did all the changeroos, I really wanted Alice to be like 60s inspired. We talked about this totally. I love it. And Peggy just like ran We with it. had exactly, you came in and we had this conversation because it was very important to us that you were on board and that you had input in the way the character looked because originally when we first imagined this show, Alice I think was more a femme fatale. She yeah, was more totally. sort of a woman with a mysterious past mm -hmm. and you weren't sure when she was lying and she wasn't lying. And so it was much more of a thriller yes. than a 
a caper. Exactly. And when we went kind of more caper, all of a sudden the sun started pouring in and we looked at Los Angeles and the architecture and, and the glamour. And you felt very strongly, which I thought was such a good idea that we should really kind of embrace as opposed to the uptight 50s, the swinging 60s. Yeah, exactly. So a little like sexier lines. Looks exactly. It's like freer. So there's this one outfit that I am fully obsessed with that I could never wear, but you look so amazing in, which is the black boots and oh. the white mini dress. Isn't it the best? I'm sorry, you guys. That actually, that outfit appears the first scene of the second episode. You guys. So there's something to look forward to. Little, little, come on. If you do one thing, tune in for this damn outfit because no, it'll you know change what? your life. Yeah. The motivation to it's keep like watching. Really short, A-line, white mini dress with it's a tall so Nancy brown Sinatra. leather boot. It it's is so, so good. The whole hair, the eyelashes, the which have eyelashes. been a journey yes. as well. <laughs> yeah. I am very fond of those eyelashes. We, I, I'm loving the eyelashes too, actually. And I also have to say, Krause looks amazing too. Isn't he totally hot in this part? And he's part? super transformed from being Completely. super cute. Great, cute, great, great awesome dad to, to like, like total like sex machine. I know, I know. his biceps have gigantic, you seen gigantic, massive. massive biceps. They must have to keep like taking his shirts out. <laughs> they must. They, they must. Keep right? Getting bigger. Because I saw yeah. him yesterday and I was like, I know. What I are you doing? Like, stare are you at his building arms with my mouth? <laughs> a, a gog is that the right word? A gog is good. A gog. You're gaping. You're gaping mouth. My ga- gaping exactly. mouth. Exactly. Okay, this is totally random. So I'm obsessed with evil twins. Yes. So I'm like obsessed with evil twins. And poor, I had Cornelius from Scandal on last week. And all I could do was like wonder why he hadn't had to play an evil twin on a soap opera. Right. And he looked kind of puzzled. Poor Cornelius. I think was like, well, I <laughs> didn't have would... to do it. But I'm, why are you so into this? Like, what's your deal? Right. But you kind of did. I did. I know. I got to do it. <laughs> Which I've totally forgotten on. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because you were on sure. Big Love. I was on Big Love and it was season two and there was this little tiny part that was supposed to be like six lines on one episode, right? So yep. fine, they asked me to come in and do that. And then in that season, those like three lines turned into six episodes and then it was going to be the third season and I got a call from Mark and Will and they said, we have this crazy idea. What do you think about Kathy having a twin sister? <laughs> and we don't know who she is. We are looking to you to like be part of this process of creating her and let's do it. It's the best thing I've ever heard in my I life. know. What I didn't know, what they didn't tell me is that they were actually killing Kathy off in season three. And so they had created a way for me to get killed off but stay on the show. It's oh my so gosh, that's so sweet. genius. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. So I started doing all of this research about these cults and like what this other, because Kathy was so sweet. And she was such a you sweet know, character. She was such a, like a lovely, open hearted. Yeah. I was like, who's this other girl? And I found this image of this girl who was sitting at trial in her her big, giant, enormous, crazy dress and her hair. And she had like the dourest, like sad, kind of vacant expression on her face. And I was like, that's her. (laughs) (laughs) That's Jodine. And then, yeah, away we went. Nothing's better than actually playing an evil twin than helping create the evil twin. No, so fun. And I got to work, work with Bruce Dern. I know, which is like the like best the thing the ever. Best. God, I wonder if Alice Vaughn has an evil twin. <laughs> I might have to talk to Alan Heinberg about this as he creates new characters Carry because on. giving you the shot to do the evil twin thing again. Okay, so now all the shows on TGIT, the ladies have their drink. Meredith has tequila. You know, Olivia yeah. traditionally has red wine, although yeah. it's switched recently. Really? Um, I believe to scotch. She's taken on the president's drink, mm-hmm. and um, Annalise Keating drinks vodka. What is Alice Bonds? Do you think? Well, do you think I it's mean, bourbon? Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple of times, like in the pilot, you see me taking a shot, yep. right? 
is that a, uh, it's whiskey or it's bourbon? It's some sort of whiskey or, or bourbon. Right. It looked like a nameless whiskey or bourbon Bur bottle because I believe yes. Sophie comes straight in and up. says, yeah, exactly. not on the rock, straight nope. up, little. Nope. And then just as a little nothing teaser, but in episode four, I think, there's a flashback where Peter and I are having drinks and we're having that same little shots of whiskey. So I so think, I think that's for all the, of you people probably who are waiting on the edge of your seats to I find out what the alcohol beverage is. is for Alice Vaughn. And I believe actually, just as another teaser, I believe Val has specificity when it comes to her alcohol intake too, because there yeah. will be a scene coming up where we learn a lot about Val's taste in terms of beverages at bars. I'm so excited. I know, and I suspect maybe, because you guys are really good friends, maybe you share that. Yeah, totally. It's just like, yeah, it's, good. it's, it's always like, good to have, have like... The, the thing that you drink with someone else. Yes, as opposed yeah. to the thing you drink alone. <laughs> Right. Which right. sometimes is the same, same. I guess. Yeah, right. And then other times it might different. be different. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Now we have some fan questions okay. from Excited. Facebook and from Twitter. Great. And um, because there are a lot of TGIT fans on both sites. Alyssa Lynn at Twisted Sister Egg wants to know, have you met any of the other Shondaland people? Yes. Like, I got to go to the Upfronts in New York last May. It was so fun. And all of the actors from all of the shows were gathered in a green room there. And I stepped in and it was like stepping into a family reunion. Everyone came over, embraced me, introduced themselves. Welcome to Shondaland. Welcome to the family. Like, like I mean, it was a little crazy. It's a little crazy. It's a little crazy a little, how nice weird, everyone yeah. is. Almost off-putting, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it was like really remarkable. And it was genuine. They were so excited to meet you, though. I mean, because that was what was the, everybody, you had the biggest fan club. Because when people so found sweet. out that we cast you, I literally remember actors coming up to me on each show and going, oh, my God, Aww. how did you get her? That's so like, well, sweet. Because she's like, we really, really, really wanted to work with you. So mm. they were so fan excited so sweet. it was really it was kind of nice so yeah, it's so really it's lovely and we're hoping to get everybody together again, again that would be that would be great because we, we like to cross pollinate to the best of our ability yeah. now melissa mitchell wants to know she says this almost looks reminiscent of the thomas crown affair of mr and mrs yeah. smith now did you watch any older movies for inspiration well those are two of the movies that are being used as inspiration for this also oceans 11 yeah they have that really clean slick caper style which yep. is what we're trying to emulate well so see melissa very yeah, good watching that's right i yeah. think that's incredibly smart right and nose. um i love both the modern thomas crown and the old thomas crown i don't know if i've ever seen the old one the faye dunaway steve mcqueen no i've never seen you that should one. definitely check that out i've only seen the renee russo there's it's 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 really fun and comparing yeah. them is really fun oh, in cool. all your spare time uh, melissa weintraub pezzo wants to know how is it working with the fabulous peter krause and what's the working dynamic like between you he's the most adorable human <laughs> We became pals almost instantly. Yeah. It's so easy to be around him. He's a great partner. He's so supportive. He's really like self-deprecating. Keeps it really like light. I'm not a practical joker for whatever reason. I'm just not. I'm not either. And not. But he is, like, sweetly. So we were shooting the scene in the pilot where Alice is looking for any evidence of Christopher having existed in her house. That's right. She's going through everything. Going through everything. And she's got the blue light. And she's looking for <laughs> hair. And, like, whatever. She's looking everywhere. So I'm on the bed, focused, like, doing my blue light thing. And I hear from behind me. And he was, Peter had, like, he was in on it with Julianne and whatever. He, like, strolled into the bedroom behind me in his sweatshirt. I was oblivious. I hear from behind me, what you looking for, babe? <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm assuming that really confused expression on my face will be on some like bloopers reel. So um, there's, there's got to be. So it sounds like he's a lot of he's fun. He's adorable. He's very self-deprecating and he's straightforward, but he's also really sly yeah. too, I think. He's just, he's a lot of fun. Marie from Mirador Gladiator wants to know, what's your favorite scene from the pilot? Probably the wedding dress scene where I'm peeking my head out oh, from behind the door so and Peter's sweet face. He's so like open and vulnerable. I and know. I love that scene. That's a great scene. That whole sequence, you know, from the reveal of the dress all the way through the, ne the conversation the, the next, next morning. morning. Yeah, that like, sequence I love that is, so, much. so much. When he's sitting and watching you sleep. sleep. And then he's so open and so present and... Oh. Yeah, it's a beautiful oh, sequence. Yeah, that's when you just yeah. go, oh, you guys, oh. I just want you. You guys are to so be together. together. Why did he have to be a con man? I don't know. Oh, wait, Stupid we wouldn't man. have a show. I forgot. <laughs> it's so hard, <laughs> damn it. It's so hard. Um, Tessa Smith wants to know, what drew you to this role? Well, all of the things we've been talking about, that she is a girl who's so multifaceted. She's a toughie. She's a lover. She likes to laugh. She's beautiful. You know, I've never gotten the opportunity to play someone who has all of those aspects. And it's Shondaland. And it's great writing by Alan Heinberg. And, it, you know, it's like there's no negative. Gosh, we're lucky to get you. Um, now, George at iBeep Team wants to know, do you have any similarities with your character? Sure. I'm hardworking. I'm stubborn. Um, once I get an idea in my head, like, that is going to get accomplished no matter what. I believe in love. Really do. And that it can change people's lives in for better or worse but like it's it's definitely a powerful force and um clearly you also you're similar with your character and you're going to become an amazing investigator that's right in your spare time on set that is right which is like my side business and last question is olivia douglas wants to know who do you look up to as an actor and why helen mirren yeah right susan sarandon yeah all these really like great seasoned salty ladies yep. who are powerful but they they use their power in a really like effortless way they don't mm -hmm. have to like over energize that they yeah. just they just know that they're strong and intelligent and they're beautiful storytellers and they're aging beautifully gracefully right I think those are really really good examples well look I so appreciate you doing this today and taking pleasure. part of your day off and we're so excited to see the next episode and guess what you guys next time on the catch which is going to be 10 o'clock Thursday March 31st and a lot of stuff happens in episode two. You a thought lot. episode one was crammed full of stuff. Um, first of all, I just want to make it clear, like these guys have a case every week too. Every single so week. So not only is Christopher slash Ben and his merry team of swindlers taking <laughs> on other new swindly situations, yes. but you're trying to find him, Dow's trying to find him, and you've got a case of the week. And the case of the week next week is incredibly intriguing. You got to watch it because- Please watch it. Keep watching it because- You're going to love it. It's so good. Scandal, which is, of course, Thursday, March 31st at 9 o'clock. The episode is called The Miseducation of Susan Ross, and it is very aptly named. And for the Susan Ross fans out there, you will not be disappointed because there's some tricky stuff going on behind the scenes for this whole presidential hoo-ha, and I think you guys know it. So do not miss the show. It's super good. And, of course, Grey's Anatomy, which is Thursday, March 31st at 8 o'clock. It's called 
world when it hurts so bad, and something always hurts on Grey's Anatomy, let's face it. <laughs> like, if it's not a body, it's somebody's feelings, mm -hmm. right? Yes. But there's a lot going on on Grey's. Don't get up. Like, they're commercials. Occasionally, you can get to get up and get a beverage and sit get down. Get some snacks. Just But sitting is, sitting's underrated. Yeah, just, totally. just sit and watch, watch right? Watch all those hours. Watch all those hours. It, you, you won't regret it. Thanks again, EW.com, for posting an exclusive first listen of the podcast every Thursday night. And as you know, you can subscribe to this podcast at iTunes.com backslash Shondaland, where each new podcast episode is available on Friday evenings. We will be back next week with another lucky guest and another podcast. Until then, this is Betsy Beers saying thank you for listening. Stay safe. Bye-bye.